Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how post-it notes can help us grow in our faith. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're going to talk about how forgetful I am. You know, I've created a pretty bad reputation for myself because I am always forgetting things places. Yeah, I've got my GPS tracker now for my keys so I I can find them when I set them down somewhere. I'm always losing my book or forgetting something on my to-do list. I do that thing where you walk into a room and you uh, immediately forget what you needed to do there. Yeah, I can't imagine what's going to happen as I get older. But for now, I've just had to come up with lots of different ways not to forget, like post-it notes that we're going to talk about today. And God says not forgetting is so important. One of my favorite sections of the Old Testament, maybe because it applies to me so well, is Deuteronomy chapter 6, where Moses warns us not to forget the Lord. And he said, starting in verse 6, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, to give you a land with large flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, Be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Do not forget God. The story of the Bible is one of people forgetting their creator, then rebelling against him, then the consequences of that sin, and then people receiving the mercy and forgiveness of the Lord, only then to turn around and forget his love again. So the cycle continues. And over and over and over again, despite Moses' warning here, people have forgotten God. I don't want to be among them. I don't want to forget God. And so I use post-it notes. Yeah, I might have stolen this idea or this habit from my fiance Laura, because she's got you know post-it notes sitting around too with different verses for different situations. I think it's such a good idea. We need to remember God, and we need to remember the specific things he has done for us. And the Bible is full of those. The trick is finding a way of reminding yourself of those things, not just when you're ready to sit down for Bible study, but all the time, perhaps especially those times when you don't want to sit down for Bible study. Those times when you're distracted by the pleasures and the worries of life, as Jesus said, that's when we need strong roots more than ever. So pause this episode, find those post-it notes that are stuck in the back of your desk drawer, because we're going to give you 10 biblical truths that you can write down that God says we cannot forget. I'll wait. Okay, number one, we need to remember first that God exists. It's basic, it's simple, but we forget it at our own peril. God is our creator. He is our judge. He doesn't need our belief to be those things. He is self-sufficient, but he wants us to know him. He told Moses to call him I am, a name that highlights the very fact of his existence. So write down on that post-it note, write down Genesis 1.1 or John 8.58, where Jesus said, very truly I tell you, before Abraham was born, I am. 
God is eternal. God is real. And it's easy to get into a routine where we wake up in the morning and we only see what's right in front of us. Our family's there, our job's there, our friends are there. And those things have our attention. And we start to think that's all that there is. But it's not. God is the great I am. And we must not forget that. Number two, Jesus loves me. And so do the Father and so do the Spirit. I am loved by this great I am. Even when I'm convinced that I am unlovable, when I don't have a single friend in the world, I can be loved by Christ. Even when I mistreat him, sin against him, he is waiting to extend the gift of his love to me. Write down Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we are still sinners, Christ died for us. God loves absolutely. And we need that reminder constantly. Every time we doubt, every time we question, every time we're tempted, remember that God loves. He loves us through that doubt and temptation. And we can learn to accept his authority because of that love. Number three, we are surrounded by things that are temporary. What we see is not permanent. It may feel that way because it's all we're thinking about, but it doesn't need to be. And it shouldn't be the most important thing on our mind. Jesus said that all the things that we think of, I mean, all the things that we see and think of as vital, food, water, shelter, even family, those cannot be our top priority. You write down Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, in that sermon where Jesus said, do not worry about your life and let the reality of that sink in. Nothing on earth is truly worth putting any hope in, any worry into, not even our lives. We need to be reminded to keep our eyes focused firmly, not on the temporal, but on the eternal. Number four, I am supposed to dress differently. You know, because I am supposed to be focused on the eternal, I should trade in my temporal garments for heavenly ones. You can put Ephesians chapter six on your post-it note where, where Paul tells us to put on the armor of God or Galatians 3.27 where it says, for all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. You stick this one in your closet. When you're getting ready in the morning, remember that while you're still living in this world, you're still putting on physical clothes, you have already traded in your sin-stained robe for something so much better. And you should act like it. And number five, keep running. Philippians 3.13, put it on your post-it note. It says, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. You know, we need to have constant reminder of our goal and the effort it's going to take to reach it. Forget what is behind Keep pressing on. Number six, on your own, you are doomed. This is a reminder that uh, we may not want to stitch onto a throw pillow, right? But it'll look just fine on a post-it note. And maybe it's grim, but it's so important that we don't forget it. We need God. It's not an abstract thing that might help us find spiritual fulfillment or whatever else you hear. It is the dividing line between heaven and hell. Write down Romans 3.10. says, there is no one righteous, not even one. I cannot be righteous on my own. I need Christ for that. And I need to remember that every day. Number seven, death is coming. 
Hebrews 9.27 makes that clear. The writer tells us that people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment. And unless the Lord returns first, I will die. There's no escaping it. There's no scientific advancement or medical achievement that will change that fact. I am dying and I need to prepare. Number eight, for the time being, I am in exile. You know, later on in Hebrews, we should write down chapter 11, verses 13 through 16, where the writer says, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. In other words, if I want God to be unashamed to be called my God, if I want to be like one of these heroes of the faith that Hebrews 11 describes, I must feel like a foreigner. I must feel like an exile. I have to feel somehow strange in comparison with the world. Number nine, I need to do everything at 100%. There is no room for apathy or slacking off for God's people. No matter what we do, it is important to God. Write down Colossians 3.23, where Paul writes, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as if working for the Lord, not for human masters. Do everything at 100%. Finally, number 10, I should be filled with joy. I have no reason to be unhappy. You know, things will happen in my life that will be disappointing, but I have a hope that surpasses all of it. Philippians 4.4 reminds us, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Never forget to rejoice. So there are 10 post-it notes to get you started. Write some of your own and then get to work, sticking them up everywhere. Put them in your closet, on your mirror, in your car, on the back of your phone, everywhere. Don't let these Bible truths slip your mind. Do not forget the Lord your God or his commands. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so that you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.